of Jesus. Amen. Dear saints of God, I personally have never been to the reading of a will. Perhaps some of you have, or maybe it's just more common in the movies and TVs than it is in real life. I don't know. In fact, if you have been to a reading of a will, you can tell me how it goes afterwards. But as I've seen it, the family gathers around as the trustee of the estate reads the last wishes of the beloved deceased. And what is it that he reads in the will? What's there? Normally, the will is a disbursement of the riches and the treasures, the possessions of the person who died, gifts to their family and friend to support their life and to give them joy. Dear friends of Jesus, tonight we gather for the reading of a will. In fact, this is the last will and testament of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ himself. For on the night when he was betrayed, the night before his death, the evening before his execution, he bequeaths to his friends and to his family all of his treasures and his riches and his possessions for their life and for their joy. And what are these riches? Not gold or silver. Jesus had very little of this. Not lands or armies. He claimed none of these in his earthly life. No, he is no normal man, no normal person, and his gifts far exceed these kinds of treasures. His inheritance, his gift, his possession that he distributes to his friends, to his family, to us, are his very own body and blood. And with that body and blood comes all that he accomplished with that body and blood. In fact, with that body and blood comes the forgiveness of all of your sins, the satisfaction of the wrath of God, the destruction of the devil, the conquering of death, eternal life and salvation. For in that body, broken, and that blood, spilled, are contained all of the promises of God's salvation, everything that Jesus would win on the cross, in that body which is nailed to the tree and put in your mouth, and in that blood spilled on the ground and poured over your lips, is all of God's mercy, all of His love, all of His kindness and compassion, and all of it is given to you, bequeathed, to you, given as your inheritance. Now we have to, it's always fitting, on the evening of Monday, Thursday, to say a few words about what it exactly is that the Lord Jesus gives out in his supper. For there are some who try to make the words of Jesus into symbols. The bread is a symbol of his body. The wine is a symbol of his blood. And it is a memorial meal where we are doing the work of remembering. After all, those who would say this, how, can, how could bread become Jesus' body? And how can his body be in all these different places spread throughout the world? How could the wine contain his blood? 
And to this we simply reply, consider the words that Jesus himself speaks. Are they not simple enough? The children know what Jesus means when he says of the bread, take and eat, this is my body. And of the wine, this is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. These words, these simple words, contain all that we need to know and to believe and to confess about this, the Lord's Supper, that he gives us his true body and his true blood in and with and under the bread and the wine. But it's not just the body and blood of Jesus. I mean, surely this would be enough. This, his body and blood, is a treasure unequal to anything in the entirety of creation. But Jesus gives us in this meal even more. For he adds to his body and to his blood the promise of forgiveness. That is, as we said before, all of the things that Jesus has accomplished and won with his body and blood. For it's not just the body that's born of Mary that walks on the water and, and, and does miracles. It's the body that's nailed to the cross, the body that's broken under the sufferings of his death. That's the body that he gives. And it's not just the blood that beats through his heart and runs through his veins. It's the blood that flowed out of his body, down the nails, pouring onto the ground. This is the blood that he gives. His crucified body. His shed blood. These things that were offered up as the sacrifice for, his, for your sins. That is his gift for you, the inheritance that he designates on the first Monday Thursday, the inheritance of eternal life that Jesus has for you. And, unlike any earthly inheritance, which can be divided up and divided up so that it eventually is used up and disappears, this inheritance of salvation, which Jesus leaves to you, does not diminish, but instead it grows. The more people that partake of it, the more gift there is. It will never run out. It will never turn up empty. For the gifts that Jesus gives are boundless. They are eternal. They never grow old. You then, the inheritor of Jesus, have it all. All of your sins are forgiven. All of them. Even the ones that come to your mind now. Even the ones that you'll never even think about. All of them are forgiven. Your death is overcome for you forever and ever and ever, so that your life will know no end. For Jesus considers you to be his friend, his brother or his sister, and he invites you to sit down next to him in his kingdom of eternal life and blessedness and peace and mercy and love. That is your inheritance. And it's not just tonight. It's not just on Monday, Thursday. But every time that the Holy Spirit gathers us to this altar, every time we celebrate the Lord's Supper, the sacrament of the altar, we are listening to and hearing the reading of the last will and testament of Jesus, the greatest testament ever given in the history of the world. 
Every time we kneel or stand at this altar, Jesus is giving to us his inheritance, his riches, his treasures, things of which the world is not worthy, things of which we are not worthy, but he is pleased to give them to you, to his friends, his body and blood, for your forgiveness. And where there is forgiveness, there is also life and salvation. This, dear friends, is a love that knows no limit, a grace and mercy that cannot be stopped, His body and blood is a sacrifice that avails before God unto all eternity. For we who should feast forever on the anger of God and the bitterness of our sin instead are given to feast on this heavenly food. And this, dear friends, is a feast that will never stop. Perhaps Perhaps this seems like too much. Right over there, in just a few minutes, the Lord Jesus will place on a little silver plate his body for you to eat. In a little cup, his blood for you to drink. And that little wafer with Jesus' body and that little cup with Jesus' blood is enough to win the salvation of the entire world. You might think to yourself, I am by no means worthy of this great treasure. How could I dare to take such a great gift into my mouth? How could I even approach this altar, stand here before Jesus, reach out my hand and receive the gift that he gives? Listen, for you, for you, Jesus speaks these words, take eat, take, drink. We would never dare to do such a thing, but he has commanded us to because he wants us to. And if we doubt that it's for us, he says these two most beautiful words in the English language for you. This is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you. If you wonder about it, if you have doubts about it, Jesus has written with those two words your name on his body and in his blood. He says it, this inheritance, this treasure, this body and blood, this promise of forgiveness and life eternal is for you. You, dear saints, you are named by Jesus, his beneficiaries, the beneficiaries of his body and his blood the beneficiaries of his death and resurrection, the beneficiaries of his forgiveness and salvation, the beneficiary of everything that he has is given and shed and handed over to you. We are gathered here tonight to hear the reading of the last will and testament of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we are here to receive our inheritance, the inheritance of the children of light. May this, tonight and always, be our eternal comfort and peace. In the name of Jesus, amen.